Hi, everybody, and welcome to a quickie edition of Coach's Corner. I've got two great things I'm going to do for you on this episode. I'm going to answer a listener question about whether or not it was, quote unquote, the right decision to leave a marriage. And I'm also going to talk to you about jealousy and normalize jealousy for it. You're not a bad or unevolved person if you feel jealous from time to time and teach you how to transform it. Because I actually think jealousy is a good thing to feel sometimes, and I'm going to tell you why. But first, big, big announcement. My Australia workshop is booked in terms of the date. So if you've been listening to the show, you know I'm coming to Australia for the month of February, and I'm offering a couple things. One-on-one private sessions with me, either face-to-face or if you want to do Skype, at least I'll be on the same time zone for those people in Australia. And a two-day workshop where I'm going to be training coaches, health coaches, life coaches, financial coaches, anybody that's in the service-based coaching industry. I'm going to do two days on the art and business of coaching. So I'm going to help you become masterful as a coach because that is one of the best ways to build your business is to be a masterful coach. And then I'm going to spend an entire day on the business side, marketing, enrollment, sales, multiple revenue streams. You may or may not know my business consists of many things, coaching clients, this podcast, speaking, writing books, online courses, and now training other coaches. I'm not going to give you any certificate or anything like that. This is not a certification program. This is really a two-day workshop for you to take your business to the next level. It's appropriate for any phase of your career, whether you're a new coach or you just want to get to the next level. This is also going to be an amazing opportunity to network and meet other coaches. And that's so, so important in building your business as well. So it's happening in Sydney. It's February 10th and 11th. I hope I'm recording this a few days before this episode is going up. I'm working on getting the uh, URL for the Facebook page for registration set. So check the show notes. The link should be in there. If it's not, just email jill at christinehassler.com and she'll hook you up with the link. And if you're interested in one-on-one sessions with me, I'm doing hour sessions, half-day intensives, and full-day intensives. Um, Right now, those are going to be in Sydney. I may go to other parts of the country if there's a big need for it, but for now, it's in Sydney, Bondi Beach area. And if you're interested in those, email jill at christinehassler.com and she'll send you the breakdown of what's available and how much it is and everything like this. And I am so, so, so excited about coming to Australia. I love Australians and I feel like there's such a need for the work I do out there. You know, one, one thing I wanted to say, if you're considering the workshop is come, I don't know when I'm going to be back, like make it, make it happen. Um, it's a $1,500 investment. I'll just tell you that flat out. And then if you're traveling, obviously you have to pay for that, but what an amazing investment in yourself and your business. And what I'm going to be teaching you and sharing with you will save you years. (laughs) You learn from my mistakes. And also keep in mind, I started as a life coach in 2004 where no one knew what a life coach was. And I know coaching is a relatively new industry in Oz. It's it's newer over there than it is here in the States. So I know what it's like to build a business when there isn't that much social proof, right? When there aren't as many people that know about it. So I'm here for you. Do whatever you can to make it. It's a limited number of people. So you're going to want to register for this soon. So again, check the show notes for the link. If it's not in there, email jill at christinehausler.com. Okay. So before I jump into this listener question, which is a great question, I want to talk to the ladies for a moment. 
So before I go into the listener question, I want to talk to the ladies about bra shopping. We're going to get a little intimate here. You know, it's all about finding the right fit for you. And there's only one lingerie brand that offers bras in sizes double A through G and half cup sizes. Third love. As a half cup sizer myself, finally discovered this. I am so grateful that Third Love uses thousands of real women's measurements and super smoothing memory foam to create bras that fit better and feel great. Do you know that most old school bras only carry 15 sizes? Well, Third Love has 60 sizes included, like I said, those half cups. Never heard of half cup sizes? That's because no one else does it. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. I love our sponsors. They're always so generous. So to find the bra you've been waiting for, all you have to do is answer a few simple questions from their Fit Finder quiz. It just takes about a minute, and you can do it all from home, so you never have to go into that awkward fitting room experience again. Try a third love bra. It's so comfortable. You might even forget you're wearing it. And if you don't agree, returns and exchanges are always easy and free. So go to thirdlove.com slash over it now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off. Again, thirdlove.com slash over it, thirdlove.com slash over it. So let's get to this question from Beth. She writes, Dear Christine, I recently listened to episode 122 about doubting your choice to end a relationship. I found it helpful, but it also led me to a ton of questions. Like, what if the relationship is your marriage? How hard do you try, or do you still treat it as, as the same level of importance as a boyfriend and girlfriend? I'm in the middle of a divorce, and I was not happy. I think I got married for the wrong reasons. My ex showed his love with money, and the security in knowing he'd always take care of us made me feel good coming home after being a single mother. He gave us things I'd never be able to give myself or my son, but he was horrible with his words and our fights were toxic. I met someone else and I decided if I could enjoy another man's company, then it was time to let go. I sat there a year debating if I should give up on our marriage, if I didn't try hard enough to fix what was broken, but it felt like it had been broken from day one. He said I didn't love him and appreciate him for everything he did, that I made him feel insecure and that I made him feel less confident, and he reacted and treated me the way he did because I forced him to. I came home miserable every day and that made him miserable. When I was stressed out, I'd take it out on him. Someone recently said that maybe I did make him the way he was and maybe my rudeness and bitchy ways made him act the way he acted, that I should seek help and try again. But do I have to feel guilty for not sticking to my vows through good and bad death do us part? I'm lost and confused and my current boyfriend, I think, has been nothing but amazing and supportive, but others think that I'm with him to fill a void because he's everything my ex-husband wasn't. So how do I know if I'm doing the right thing? Was I right to get a divorce? Am I right to be with this guy? He seems amazing and I share my deepest thoughts with him and have fun with him as well. I need help. Hope you can shed some light for me. Okay, Beth, I'll do my best. There's a lot in here, but let me do what I can. So first of all, there's no right or wrong decisions. There's only the decision you make. So again, there's no right or wrong decisions. There's only the decision you make. And regret is a total waste of time because you're using information you have now to go back in the past and beat yourself up. And regret is just mental chatter. It's a waste of energy because we're not taking any action. So if we want to change something in the past, then we've got to change something in the present. We've got to make something right. We've got to learn from our behavior. And I'll get to more of that in a moment. But first thing I want to say is, sweetheart, this has nothing to do with either one of these men and everything to do with you, your past, and your relationship with yourself. That's right, Beth, and everyone listening, this will come as no shocker, but it always comes back to us. 
So my question for you is, what is your relationship with you like? Where do you show up inside yourself where you tolerate toxic words from yourself, where you're mean to yourself, where you break your word to yourself? Also, you said, I think I got married for the wrong reasons and that your ex showed his love with money. Ding, 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 ding. See how smart your intuition was? You knew deep down that you most likely married from a place of fear, not love. Now, those are my words, not yours, but these words come from what you shared. It sounds like you chose your ex-husband and maybe even this guy now more from a place of fear, more from a place of, I don't feel safe. I don't feel like I can support myself or my son. Let me just look for safety and security outside myself. From what you described, this is an issue-based relationship. You were both insecure and probably both had childhoods where you didn't feel loved or safe. He found safety by working hard to make money so he has security and control. And you've attempted to find safety by finding a man who can provide for you or your son, either financially or emotionally. I really encourage you to start asking different questions when it comes to this relationship. You're focusing on whether or not it was the right choice to get divorced or the right choice to be with this new guy, which is just keeping you spinning. Instead, focus on why you drew this in. What is it triggering from your past that you can heal? A big hint would be, what was your relationship with your parents like? What was their relationship like? What has your relationship with men been like in the past? And what can you learn from this relationship? And Beth, really keep yourself out of fantasy and stay in reality. You said he was horrible with his words and our fights were toxic. Does that sound like love to you? Now, I also acknowledge you for admitting that you could be bitchy at times. And I really, really am proud of you for taking responsibility for that because when we show up bitchy in a relationship, that doesn't bring out the best in the other person. But I'd also like to offer you perspective change so you could forgive yourself. You were leaky, not bitchy. When we have so much emotional buildup from the past, so much sadness and anger and hurt, even trauma that we haven't processed, we're like a volcano ready to erupt at any time. And so that bitchiness is just leaky. It's leaky energy because we're not fully feeling our feelings. So I really, Beth, encourage you to get Expectation Hangover, to work through that book, especially the emotional section. And from my point of view, your marriage doesn't sound like a marriage that was serving either one of you for the highest good. Plus, when you made those vows, it was more from a place of fear. And I think it is an issue-based relationship where your issues attracted each other more than your healthy grown-up selves. And in issue-based relationships, those usually don't last for the long haul unless both people take time apart and work through their issues individually. We have to give ourselves permission to renegotiate our agreements, like our marriage vows, forgive ourselves, and then move into prevention, make an agreement with ourselves. All right, if I'm going to let myself off the hook for that, if I'm going to forgive myself, I'm going to really commit to breaking patterns moving forward which brings me to the boyfriend you have now. I hear he is a nice guy, but I encourage you to be super honest with yourself to see if you're once again playing out that same pattern of looking for someone else to make you feel loved and safe. That's your job. That's an inside job. And please stop running to everyone else for answers or even getting opinions from them on your love life. Go inward. You know what's best for you. So Beth, I hope that helps. As a follow-up, like I said, please go get Expectation Hangover and look out this year. I'm going to be releasing a relationship course that's specifically about how to get over a breakup, so look out for that too. 
Before I go into talking about jealousy, I want to tell you about my favorite online store, Thrive Market, where I can do all my grocery shopping because they sell the top organic and healthy products at 25 to 50% off, ship straight to my door. It's where I get my almond milk and my coconut oil and my olive oil and all the lovey, lovey, <laughs> all the yummy stuff that I love. All you have to do is a few price comparisons to Whole Foods, and you can see that on the Thrive Market site, the price comparisons. Next to each product, it shows the retail price versus the Thrive Market price. Actual savings is very powerful. Do a few price comparisons to places you maybe shop, like Whole Foods. You can find the price comparisons easily on the Thrive Market site. Next to each product, it shows retail price next to Thrive Market price. They have all the top premium healthy organic products that I usually get from a grocery store, but unlike your typical organic organic and non-GMO products that are marked up to premium prices, Thrive Market sells the same ones at wholesale prices. So how do they do that? Well, they cut out the middleman and they work directly with the brands. So they pass on all the savings to their members. And even better for everyone who signs up, Thrive Market donates a membership back to a low-income family, veteran, or teacher. So we're all making healthy living affordable for everyone. And I just love that. And they make it super easy to shop. Not only is it online and shipped straight to your door, but every single product on their site is tagged by over 90 different values. So in one click, you can sort the entire catalog by your preferences like non-GMO, organic, vegan, gluten-free, paleo, sustainably farmed, etc. So here's the deal. We've got such a great, amazing deal for our listeners. You can get 60% of free organic groceries plus free shipping and a 30-day trial membership. Go to thrivemarket.com slash over it. Again, keep in mind, Thrive Market prices are already 25 to 50% below retail because they cut out that middleman and they're offering $60 of free organic groceries plus free shipping and a 30-day trial membership. Go to thrivemarket.com slash over it. Alrighty, so let's talk about jealousy because I know a lot of you feel jealous from time to time and sometimes you may even feel guilty because you're feeling jealous. A recent client of mine was talking about how someone that she cares about so much is so, so, so in love. And although she's happy for her, she's also finding herself a little jealous because she wants love. She wants an amazing relationship. So yeah, she's happy, but she's also like, oh, I want that too. And a lot of times how we deal with jealousy is we just try not to feel it. Well, that's like me saying, don't think about a pink elephant. Whatever you do, everybody, do not think about a pink elephant. What are you thinking about? <laughs> Pink elephant, right? It pops into your mind. So I want you to actually accept the feeling of jealousy and get excited about feeling jealous or comparing yourself to another person. And here is why. Because jealousy is a great tool for practicing positive projection. Now you've heard me talk about on this show, negative projection, when someone's really upsetting us or someone's really triggering us, they're reflecting to us something inside of ourselves that we don't like about ourselves. So for example, if you find someone's very dismissive of you and doesn't listen to you, you might think, oh, well, I'm not dismissive of people. I listen to people. But the negative projection is, where are you dismissive inside yourself? Where are you not listening inside yourself? That was another recent aha a client of mine have. I have brilliant clients. All of you are brilliant too. So that's negative projection. Positive projection is anything you see in another, you have. You spot it, you got it. So if you're really jealous of someone who has a lot of success, you're not owning where you've been successful in your life. 
or you're not owning the qualities that have made that person successful. Let's say someone's very successful and you assume that they're confident, they're doing something they're passionate about. Where are you not owning your confidence? Where are you not owning something you're passionate about? Or if you're really jealous of someone's looks, where are you not owning your own beauty? Where are you not owning your own good looks? So really when you're feeling jealous, it means you're seeing something in someone else that you're not owning inside yourself. Now let's shift it back to that example of the woman who was jealous of her friend in relationship. So yes, she's seen all those lovable qualities in her friend that she's not seeing inside herself. Also what's happening is maybe you've heard me talk about this on the show as well. Our longings are our psychic knowing that it's coming. So that jealousy is you knowing that your version of that is coming. You just don't have it in physical form. So when you see that and you feel that jealousy, get so, so, so excited that it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. So jealousy and comparison are not a bad thing if we know how to transform them. If we know that it's an abundant world, there's enough to go around. And the more we are happier and celebrate other people, their success, their love, their beauty, whatever, their abundance, (laughs) the more we are in the vibration of there's enough to go around. Just because somebody else has a great relationship or an amazing job or a gift doesn't mean there's less for you to go around, right? It's an abundant universe. So that's number one thing to keep in mind. And then whenever you feel it, don't try to mute it. Don't try to go, I'm going to stop feeling jealous. I'm going to stop comparing myself to other people. That's like, I'm going to not think about a pink elephant. Leverage the jealousy. Look at it. Be like, how can I use this jealousy? Write out, when I look at you, I see, I feel, you create, you are like. Write out that positive projection of the person you're jealous of and flip it back on yourself. You spot it, you got it, everybody. Use jealousy, use comparison to really recognize, see, and own the positive qualities inside yourself and all the amazing things that are coming for you because they are coming. You are worthy, you are deserving, you are lovable. And all your dreams are going to happen. But if you live in a scarcity existence and you're focusing more on what you don't have than all the amazing things that you do have and that are coming, well, then it's going to take a little longer. So I suggest you transform jealousy in comparison today and move yourself into knowing you are worthy and knowing the universe is infinitely abundant. Much love and many blessings, everyone. And Australians, I hope to see you when I'm down under. Bye, everybody.